For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We've started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 8.19, Mushrooms for Liberty, where we are covering the novel Grave Peril. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Hi. Chapter 33. Dresden uses poison as a bargaining chip with Leah, which allows him to escape her grasp. Thomas and Michael stay behind to let Dresden escape. Dresden travels back from the Never Never into Bianca's mansion, directly into Bianca's clutches. Do me a favor, Tanzan, and just read the very first paragraph of this chapter, because I think it really sets the tone for the rest of this book. It only takes a couple of these rough little episodes of life to teach a man a certain amount of cynicism. Once a rogue wizard, or three, has tried to end your life, or some berserk hexen wolves have worked really hard to have your throat torn out, you start to expect the worst. In fact, if the worst doesn't happen, you find yourself somewhat disappointed. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If things weren't bad enough. <laughs> I really, I really, and I really respect Terry for those times of his life when he can't be happy, because you know what? <laughs> if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And for Harry, that's just like a base level of happiness and normally <laughs> normalcy. It's like, wait, nah, no, something's about to go bad. <laughs> if he only has to go to the emergency room with you. If, if he can get himself to the emergency room, right. things are good. If. Right. <laughs> yeah. If. He's banking on a lot with this whole this whole chapter. He's just, like, rolling those dice, well, man. Well, and it's, again, like, it's part of a thing. Like, it's part of the Dresden Files where, like, there's always just, like, that one crux of a chapter where he hits every bad guy at once, right? It's like um, like a pinball machine, you know? Like, just inevitably, in one chapter every book, he meets up with every single guy trying to kill him in, like, that Spider-Man meme when they all point guns at the office meme where they're all pointing guns at each other, you know? But Harry's always in the middle of it all, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, like... I don't know, something, you know, I mean, this book sets the real supernatural tone for the series, but that one paragraph there where it's just like, this is the third goddamn sorcerer in like 18 months that tried to kill me, and this is like, I had all these fucking werewolves a year ago, and now I've got all these fucking ghosts, and everything sucks, and I'm in the never never with my godmother, and it's just like. And of course, yeah, I'm just trying to go around and like rescue my girlfriend, and like maybe Thomas's, and no. (laughs) Yeah, like not to to beat a dead horse, but like, oh Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh buddy. Yeah, Dresden has (laughs) planned for Leah, and has Thomas and Michael toss nails around him. And while Leah's distracted, Dresden does something awful and eats something terrible. Some poisonous Mm -hmm. mushrooms. (laughs) Even not poisonous, that would be terrible. Ugh. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so she gets real pissed off real quick. She's like, Iron! She's like, you dare defile the... I can't say that word and give it justice. Soil, uh, defile the the Anshi soil with iron. The queen will rip your eyes from your skull. He's like, yeah, relax, relax, relax. They're fake. <laughs> what? They're fake? Pure, yeah, I know. Pure, so yeah, she's like, you have the balls to like whip out iron here. And they're like, haha, psych, just kidding. Wasn't real iron. We just wanted to make you think that so Harry could be all sneaky like, 
yeah, so Zao, she comes up, she's like, you can't, she's like, you can't escape, it's bound to you, um, you can't escape my power, not here in fairy, and he's like, all true, he's like, so let's just get going, okay, so yeah, so she's all like, you can't get away from me, my power's too strong here, and blah, 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 he's like, yep, all true, he's like, let's go, show me a dog, show me which tree I can pee on, and she's like, wait, what, <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you're just like, he's like, yep, come on, let's go, so she's like, no, something's up, and... And Thomas is like, he's like, personally, I want to see this. He's like, I've never seen anyone get turned into a hellhound before. So he's like, have at it, right? And she's like... Everyone just really razzes her. I know! And she's like, not having it. She's like, what the fuck? This is not cool. Like, what's the joke? Let me in on it, kind of a thing, right? So, um... And even Michael, because she's like, she's like, um... You know, you're you're hiding your hidden powers or your friends preparing to cast. And Michael's like, nope, swear we're not. And she's like, well, fuck, I can't argue with that. Because if Michael's swearing, then, like, right. So, uh... And Leah so inspects Dresden. Yeah! A good old sniff and realizes he's taken Toadstool, which will kill him in a few hours. Yeah, <laughs> it just does the old sniffs his breath thing. Ew. Like, and just in case you didn't get it from my earlier comment, I don't like mushrooms. Mushrooms are gross. They smell bad. They taste bad. They feel bad. They're just, I'm like, Toko sniffing his breath. <laughs> like, yeah, you got mushroom breath. <laughs> but yeah, destroying Angel. So yeah, he goes through a nice little rundown of how it's going to, like, melt all his insides and make his brains leak out through his ears within, like, a couple of hours or something ridiculous. Or That's anywhere from a few awful minutes. description. Oh God, that does not sound like a nice way to die at all. Yeah. Not only is he risking things, but he's like risking things in the most horrible kind of way, yeah, right? <laughs> not just like in a stop your heart and you'll be done, but like literally like liquefy all your organs and crap into slow, painful death. I'm like, ugh. Well, semi slow. I mean, I guess it's not gonna. But, um, but yeah, she's like, you're lying, you're tricking, and he's like, what? He's like, you know I can't lie to you, like, I'm a terrible liar, and also, like, you know, you're a fairy and all this kind of crap, right? And, yeah, she realizes that he's not joshing. <laughs> like, this yeah. is not a trick, he, like, actually legitimately, and she's like, you've gone mad. And he's like, ah, well, you know, <laughs> not mad, just, you know, he's like, I know I can't lie to you, so, <laughs> yeah, tricking with the truth, so, um... I just love Harry and Michael. I just uh, love them. <laughs> yeah. Harry, are you sure we shouldn't... Ixnay! She's like, what? What? What are you doing? What do you got? It? He's like, ugh, fine. Tell him. <laughs> Let's on that he has extract of St. Mary's thistle, which just might help with the poisoning. Only if it's taken in time. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Leo, what would you be willing to give for this vial of uh Yeah, I was just like, give it, give it. And he's like, uh-uh-uh, godmother, you know you can't just accept a gift from someone. She's like, you fucking fuck fuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so finally, Harry is learning a little bit. He's still sort of breaking his word, but at least he does it on her terms now. And he twists it around to renegotiate the deal. Well, and Thomas offers that new bargain to let him go and to be bound for a year and a day to do no harm to Dresden or his freedom on the condition that he remains in the mortal realm. Yeah. It's not such a bad deal. It doesn't sound so bad. So as long, and I mean, as far as Dresden's concerned, like as far as we've seen so far, he doesn't usually have a lot of reason to go traipsing around in the never, never. So to him, that shouldn't really be a hugely big deal. He's like, I will stay out of your way. You stay out of mine. And you know, we'll redress this in a year when I can try and figure out some other way to weasel out of it then. <laughs> a year and a day. A year and a day. Why is that mm -hmm. so significant to you? I figured that just count, you know, makes for like weird leap year shit or just, you know, it's nice that you can't argue the 
Well, is the year up today, or is it up tomorrow? Or is there some other significant we'll significance to one year and one day? No, we'll hear it again. Oh, okay. So but we're just taking note of that for future. It's a yeah. year and a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was just the way you said that. It's like you were imbuing it with some other meaning. Leah really doesn't understand why Harry would do this to himself, and he has to explain to her that he helps people who are... In, who, he wants to help the people that are in danger because of him. And yeah. she just thinks he's off his rocker and, and mentions just like his mother, uh, but she does accept the bargain. Well, yeah. And the, Leah went and showed her hand in the first place when they were at the party, right? Like She's like, your power is useless to me right now. Like You're so uh, weak right now that it's not even fun for me to take what power you do have because you don't have any anymore. <laughs> Leah fully showed her hand when she said, she's like, you're nothing to me if you're dead. You're nothing to me if you don't have power. She's like, not only do I need you alive, but I need you to be... I'd say a fully functioning wizard, but a fully functioning dog who was once a wizard. <laughs> be healthy. Yeah. Right, but um... Yeah, it does kind of make you wonder what turning him into, the, you know, does that just sort of... Does he, like, retain the power and she just has control of it and the fact that she has control of the dog? Or does she kind of get to suck up his power and then just turn him into a dog, right? Like you say, she doesn't want him at uh, half half battery like he is, but kind of makes you wonder how does she get to utilize that? It struck me as kind of more like that she's got this really sadistic streak, like that she gets off on the more power that she can remove from somebody or like willingly have given to her in a way, mm-hmm. the, the, the more she gets off on it. That's my theory. But that's what I mean. Is it just sort of trapping Dresden with that power so that he can't really do anything with it? Or does she actually get to like, you know, like, like, um, oh, what's the word? Absorb that power if she makes him like a pet to her, kind of, you know what I mean? I almost take the dog thing as like being in stasis. Like she just kind of pauses it. Like maybe one day you'll be useful and I'll turn you back and you'll have no choice but to do my bidding. But until that day, maybe a hundred years from now, so yeah, my so dog. Basically just holding it in check. Like she doesn't yeah. necessarily have that power, but Dresden can't do anything useful with it. He's not running around saving the planet or anything, so... I'd go yeah, so far into say she can do whatever she wants. If she wanted to take the power for herself, she could do it and leave him as a mangy little dog. If she wants to pause him, okay, mm-hmm. fine, he's paused. Pause she him. Can, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, you, one week later, you're still dying from COVID, so <laughs> careful, okay? I think, yeah, Leah is pretty much, she's able to do whatever the fuck she wants. And if that means that she's going to take his power for herself, if she's going to keep him as a dog and stays, if she's going to do a little 50-50 and just like slowly drain it out of him as like a torture device for a couple millennium or whatever the fuck it is. Either way, it's no fun for her if he's dead and nothing or if he's got no power and nothing. Yes. Um, right. So, but I would also take it in another way is that maybe she never had any intention to turn him into a dog at all that's just a fun threat she likes to give because she has dogs mm-hmm. and that she has her own wholly separate plan already that she's just like yeah sounds like she you know. just definitely wants ownership of him in some yeah. way yeah yeah we just don't take that power just because she's alluded to it you're right doesn't necessarily mean that that is her final plan yeah. for him and intention but either way and even more so to be yeah the fairies would allude it's like not my fault you drew and you drew the that's on you i bitch. never said that yeah. so harry does take the extract and he figures he's got about six to 18 hours and he'll definitely need to get to a hospital yeah he also drank a bunch of that pink stuff so apparently you know butcher Some didn't pepto bismol i'm guessing yeah exactly uh, but you just didn't want to pay the book rates to say. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright uh, infringement. 
right? I love that though, how that really doesn't exist in books. You can put all of that in, yet in visual media, you need to have the rights to th- you need to have the rights to music. You need to have the rights to product. But in books, he's allowed to say all he wants that he drank Coke and went to Burger King and drank Pepto Bismol and. I'm not complaining, it makes it easier, but it's just kind of funny, because, yeah, this is almost like a TV, you know, what they would do, be like, I drank a bunch of that pink stuff, because we didn't pay for the rights to actually say we drank, or we used Pepto-Bismol, but I was like, you could have here, but regardless, exactly. Mm-hmm. Coated his stomach, took the extract, so hopefully he's done as much as he can to slow and null the effects, and hopefully won't drop dead in five minutes, so he can go do his hero stuff and get dealt with later. Aaliyah, Aaliyah starts to make, feign leaving in a, in a way. And uh, then she decides to make a loophole to their agreement and calls upon those who owe her to bring Harry to, to her right away. So uh, right. They're, they're, they're not actually out of out of the danger. Now there's just different danger. <laughs> Letter of the law, spirit of the law. Leah can't do anything for a year, but she can certainly sick everybody else on him. And Thomas is confused here too because Thomas is like, you know, because he's like, oh, I don't like this. You know, he's like, because Michael's all like, are you going to be all right or whatever? And Harry's all like, hey, I'm the one that ate the deadly poison, you know? And Thomas is like, wait, what? It's like, you really did? He's like, I thought you were lying. He's like, no, bluffing. He's like, yeah, no, I can't get away with that shit. Like, I actually did it. Thomas is like, oh my God, once again, you are really freaking insane. <laughs> Crazy like a fox. Um, but yeah. Yeah, he really is getting that sort of education. Of <laughs> yeah, crazy. Thomas is like, Dresden wait, really what? is going to be. Yeah, I really like it. You get, I don't know, like, you see it in the future, too, with other, like, you know, people who join up with Harry, and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But, like, I don't know, Thomas just gets a real healthy dose <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> right? Like, like, just, like, holy fuck, every time I think you can be more crazy you go ahead and do something else and then so bob finally pipes back up again he's like oh hey you're alive and like not a dog and and he's like yeah 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 i poisoned myself and and uh bob is like what the fuck and he's like hey i took like the extract and bob's like well i hope you got the dose right because that could kill you just as easily (laughs) it's like oh man (laughs) risk like the more you hear about it the more you're like this is not a good plan dresden like it didn't sound that good a couple pages ago but the more you get into it i'm like you really are like really taking a chance here not even just like a calculated risk like it's okay i know what i'm doing it's like you're really flying by the seat of your pants here bud bob lets them know that there's another mile or two to go which michael can't run he's like i can't do it yeah michael's done at this point which i think is fair considering like you say he outran harry to the bridge the first time (laughs) (laughs) that apparently winded him too much for it though yeah he's like all right so Dresden tells Thomas and Michael to stay and hold the bridge until he makes it out of the Never Never and just books it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they're all catching up to him fast. Because, yeah, because Thomas is all worried and Harry figures, hey, as long as I'm gone, you guys should be safe. Which I think, yes, but I think that's also a pretty big if because, you know, the fairies are not exactly known to be all light and sweetness as he says you know especially at the winter court and i'm like i don't know like they could very easily just turn around and kill michael and thomas just because anyways i'm like i think you're kind of betting on a lot that just because you're the prime target you'll leave them alone well, they, at least he, he's got amorakius with them now so it's not like he's 
completely well, defenseless. that's true. That is a little. But when you've got, I don't know, sounds like a rampaging horde bearing down on you, I still think it was a little bit of a <laughs> uh, risky call to make. Mm-hmm. Especially because you don't know if you can trust Thomas or not. Right, that's true. Well, that's true. He's just going to kick Michael into the fray and take off on well, his own yeah, again. Right. <laughs> but he's already down one ring. From the first time. Right, <laughs> right. Worked really well. <laughs> Practicing his kicks lately. Right. It ain't broke, he'll um, fix it. It's especially like um, right at the end there, and Thomas is like, you better not leave her there, Dresden, or get killed. And Harry's like, I won't. Especially the second part. It's like right. a little bit too of like, yeah, fuck you, Thomas. Maybe I will leave your girlfriend there, bitch. Right. Which is, you know, sorry, Justine, but yeah, fuck you, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Although really, it's funny because trying to guarantee that part, because again, he's just done a lot to ensure that he won't survive this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm definitely I've only not got 13 die. more poisons on me. How bad can right? I go? <laughs> Shoot, vampires will be fine. And if you think about it, like, like, um, he got poisoned with Kelly and Kyle in the warehouse, and he got poisoned at the party, and then he just poisoned himself. Like, this immune system is working well, in overdrive. Okay, but that's His not poison. Poison. That's it, v- vampire venom. Okay, fine. Vampire venom, and then some poison mushrooms. Like, I don't care. Okay, His, but the vampire gonna venom really isn't going to kill him. That's just designed to like sedate and make you easy prey but he um, threw it up the toxins in his body though okay like Like, that's still hard having to throw up things like that's really hard on on the whole system right there well that too yeah when he yeah yeah threw up the stuff from the party but anyways point is is yeah he's definitely not in great shape so he goes gets to the right spot is a thing right now in the dresden files imagine what covid was a thing in the dresden files oh god she had to deal with like just like couldn't even breathe you know like leah came up and smelled his breath like two minutes ago like <laughs> yeah. using his shield bracelet is like yeah, yeah literally like stay away from me stay away from me stay away from me like and trying to interrogate people and like with how often he's like stealing like you know blood and other things from crime scenes and stuff like that like he'd have himself infected like every other day right you think he's a wizard and, and they heal decently too eventually time. very eventually. slowly not, not as slow as poison. <laughs> not as fast as poison. Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't have any vampire metabolism to work this through. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it's just just Bob and Harry on the road again. Just two guys <laughs> back at it. Their best First life. time in five years. Just Why these two buds. Hobo come to mind. <laughs> yeah. And one of Leah's creatures starts to attack, so Dresden makes his run for it, and Bob finds the uh, the place where Dresden needs to go to make the opening. In the real world, to, to get to the real world, and starts to try to tell him something, <laughs> but but Dresden's like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. I got this. I got I this. I don't got time go for that right now. I got shit coming at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried to like, tell you, and okay. especially because one chapter ago he's laying on the ground. You've got Lydia slash Nightmare slash Kravos above you, like smacking the shit out of you. You are losing consciousness. You can feel your blood boiling at the surface and your vision is tunneling and you were like about like oh it's a shame i figured it all out right at the end and you're thinking to yourself like what was murphy trying to say what was susan trying to say and he's like shut up bob stop trying to say shit to me <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i know how I, hate you, hate, I hate you so right? much it's like that please god if you just let this happen i'll never do blah 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 again and then of course the second you're fine it's all like oh well that was not really, you know, <laughs> i don't actually believe in god so that's on you god <laughs> So he goes 
through that portal, only to find himself in a ring of the vampires that Bob was trying to warn him about. Yeah. Whoops. I told you it felt awful thin here, like somebody else just came through, like they were keeping guard. Bianca's a little bit smarter than you, Harry. <laughs> right. And I mean, again, yes, good distraction. You've got some kind of fairy monsters bearing down on you the other right you're not kind of thinking about what's right ahead that you can't see but nonetheless you probably could have stopped and listened to the guy you brought along to help you out in the never never to tell you what's going on in the never never (laughs) the vampires capture dresden at bianca's instructions they strip him because he needs to be naked again and drug him (laughs) well it's rather demoralizing i will give you that (laughs) and then he finally loses consciousness Bob yeah. disappears in the fray. Yeah. Everything disappears. That's a harsh yeah. loss, too. Yeah. Loses Bob, loses his staff and rod. Bob is a pretty invaluable tool to lose. Right. I mean, a even, dangerous tool to lose. Even the staff and rod, yeah, but like Bob, damn. Could you imagine what Bianca could do with with Bob? Well, with like, what with anyone how much, in the universe with could do with Bob? With how much power that she's already amassed in the last year? That's, yeah. That's the issue. What anyone on the universe could do with Bob. I mean, I, I don't think he's explained how he got Bob yet. I don't think so. No. No. Okay. So yeah, but you know, but it's yeah, a rough tool to lose. The spirit of air that knows lots. I mean, he says it basically in the first book. He's like, I've forgotten more about magic that you'll ever know. Or mm-hmm. Harry makes some reference. He's like, I'd say Bob has forgotten more about it than I'll ever know, but Bob never forgets anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, there is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of knowledge piled up yeah. there. Darkness. So darkness. Pain. Horrible. Nothing. Sensual darkness. Mm-hmm. Bad things happening to our boy. Icky, don't like it. Not good. <laughs> Heavily implied bad shit happens to him. Uh, yeah. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 34. Dresden wakes up in a locked room with Justine. As they are talking, Justine becomes unresponsive, and the ghost of Rachel appears. Dresden realizes her ghost is trapped there by Bianca. Justin wakes up again, but is controlled by Kravos, who is eager to torture Dresden the minute he falls asleep. Kravos releases Justine, and they notice another person in the room, Susan, who is no longer completely human. Wolf. Yeah. (laughs) Does Rachel show up in this before Harry gets Mm -hmm. upstairs? Yep. Rachel Paulina. That's she she does the miming Pauline. To, to I forgot that part. Know. I was thinking that was yeah. just when he gets upstairs that she makes her appearance then, but she does pop she makes her down here. Twice, okay. yeah. Um <clears throat> So not to be a weirdo, but like my first memories of my dad is when I'm six years old. So for Harry to be like the only like memories he's have is his, Harry was six when his dad died, right? So yeah, like I would have nothing if that's all I could remember. So Harry's really got to like hold on to like the threads of whatever it is he does of have, that right? Early, early memory, yeah, right. yeah, because like 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he, yeah, I didn't live with my dad at that age. I guess I have memories of my mom from earlier than that age, so I guess I would have some from then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, just like, it's, I don't have much from before six years old. Like, I pretty much have nothing since grade school start. or I have nothing before grade school started. And she's been working hard to forget everything else since. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's been a rough 25 years. <laughs> Harry, right. feel you, bud. <laughs> you and me, peas in a pod. <laughs> it's so close. It was, it was a really nice kind of moment that it, with, you get to learn a little bit more of what it was like for, for Dresden oh, yeah. and his dad. Oh, yeah, a nice dad. dissociation of the horror he's living through. Right. Just remember dad. Yeah. Remember <laughs> back the last time I was ever happy when I was six years old. Yeah. <laughs> 19 years and, ago. And what a good guy his dad was, right? Like, playing, like, hospitals and orphanages for the kids, you know, like... Wasn't out to make big bucks, you know. He just enough to keep him and Harry going and, you know, making kids happy. So Dresden does sort of come around and find himself lying in a floor, feeling quite sick. And then he remembers the mushrooms that he took and and, the, uh, and feels the after effects of the vampire venom as well. Mm-hmm. I know, and it's such a sad, because, like, the whole little thing is about, like, whenever he was scared, you know, how his dad would come find him and hold him. And, you know, and it's like... You know, he's like, oh, yeah, the monsters can't get you. And he's like, he'd been right until now, until tonight. The monsters got me. And he's like, I just lay there naked, undone. No one came to hold me. No one came to make it all better. <laughs> no one had, really, since Dad had died. I'm like, oh, Harry. It's just so, so sad. Like, just because we've all been there and all that. It just that, really right? pulls at the heartstrings at it that moment. It really <laughs> pulls at the heartstrings, you know? I'm like, yeah, it's like, just literally, like, Especially when you're a kid and scared looking, but yeah, even as an adult, right? He's like, there's there's no one there to comfort me when I'm like scared and alone, and this is like the ultimate trauma, like you say, right? This isn't just the metaphorical monsters under the bed. This is like the actual monsters. Yeah, he really got got, and he says it's like it's nonstop pain, nonstop nausea, nonstop humiliation. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just. It- this is what rock bottom feels like again. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, to, to a like whole say, new scope. I was going to say, I think this is, yeah, because it's not even just like getting beat up and crunched on, right? It's like, you know, they went for all kinds of. Yeah, well, this wasn't this wasn't just personal. Yeah, like sadistic. Like it, it was also emotionally. Yeah. Like you say, humiliation torturous. and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, we can only assume that pretty much every bad thing they could do to him is probably what's been done here. So, yeah, now he's poisoned. He's a little bit more beat up and violated and mentally messed up. So he's in a small room, uh, what seems like a laundry room, along with a very feral-looking Justine. She's also naked in there. Not that she had on a lot to start with. Justine's like, I didn't think you'd ever wake up. And no more glamorous girl. Um, She's looking, you know, dirty and kind of roughed up and desolate. I like pretty much the first thing she says to him. She's like, I'm not crazy. I know what you're thinking. He's like, uh, I wasn't thinking that. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course it wasn't. So, yeah. All of a sudden, now we get some new insight into Justine. Right. Justin yeah. asks Justine what they did to her. She just tells him that they fed off her. And Justin is really confused why she's acting so peculiar. And, and she tells him that this is the way she always is. And that it's Thomas that manages to keep her calm the rest of the time. Yeah, so Justine has, I mean, she says she's not crazy, but the truth is she's got a little bit of crazy. She's got, like, some chemical imbalance or whatever going on. 
Uh, and she's rough. Like, basically, it's like, first thing she says is, I'm not crazy. And then she, like, scratches him down the face. <laughs> He's like, uh, you're not? <laughs> but, um... But yeah, exactly. This this is why he's like, you know, you don't need to stay with Thomas. Like, it's not good for you. And she's like, you don't understand. That's what balances me out. That's, you know, the the drugs don't work or make her sick or whatever. Um, But whatever Thomas does helps to to, uh, settle that imbalance. Mm -hmm. So even though she knows technically she's being, you know, fed upon and blah, blah, blah. She considers it a fair trade. That's very symbiotic. Exactly what I was going to say, yeah. So, yeah, so again, she's like, quit trying to save me from myself and from Thomas. Like, that actually works, right? Harry asks Justine how long he's been there, and she thinks about 12 hours or so, uh, which gives his odds for those mushrooms a very, very short window. Like, it was like, what, supposed to be 6 and 18 hours, I think? He's lucky he woke up at all. Yeah, fully, like, dude. And he sort says, of. like, he'd vomited blood all over himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's the some of the f- signs of the poison working. So it's like... Yeah, not to mention all yeah. the other atrocities, I'm well, sure, yeah. the vampires Yeah, which, yeah, Justine throws in there, but... like, they tortured you for about two hours. Yeah. Of that then, ten or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fuck. Which is a good thing he probably doesn't remember being tortured for two hours. Because it sounds <laughs> well, like he checked out. <laughs> Disassociated yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And she tries to put a twi- like a nice twist on it or whatever. She's like, well, almost everyone dies in a hospital. She's like, you'd get to be someplace different. Isn't that better? <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, it's one of those things I could live without. <laughs> Why not? She comes, She while they're talking, Justine comes completely unresponsive. Just totally checks right out. Yeah, she's basically Gone. catatonic yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then suddenly a ghost manifests in front of Harry and it's Rachel who is killed by Bianca. That started most of this whole mess in the first place. Yeah. Right? right. And Justin so, kind of figures out from, from her, her miming that, that Bianca has bound bound her ghost to the mansion. So she can't leave. Like mm-hmm. she's exhausted. Like she's yeah. wants wants release and she can't. Well, essentially, yeah, like Harry says, he's like, no shit, Bianca hated me so much. She fucking like tortured Rachel Pauline and tortured herself by keeping Rachel Pauline haunting this place. Like, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. You've got this, like, you know, Alexa waking you up every morning. Like, you killed me because of Harry. You killed me because of Harry. You killed, you know, like, (laughs) fuck, that made me crazy, too. I kill Jeff Bezos, too. Anyway, no. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad you don't have an Alexa. (laughs) Although I'm tempted to sneak one in now and program it to say that to you every morning. <laughs> no, no. It kind of reminds I don't me want of the like robots in my house. That what's that? Um, oh crap! It's a Dan Brown book that got turned into a movie. Uh, oh, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, where the that one uh, priest guy is like totally torturing himself, like when he when he. Oh, the self-flagellation. Yes, and he uses that whip flank yeah. thing. It's like exactly what she's doing to herself. Just just yeah. complete self-flagellation Total. each time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Harry kind of does a check-in here. So finds out that, yes, Rachel's tired. She wants to move on. She doesn't want to be stuck in this ghostly place anymore. And he's like, I didn't kill you. You know that, right? And she nods. And she's, he's like, but I am sorry that, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time set you up to die. So at least he kind of has that. He's like, even though he sort of knows it wasn't his fault, I'm sure it's kind of nice to get reassurance from the victim himself and be like, right. you know. well, especially since he's got that hero complex going on, it's good that he yeah. can take at least one person off of his mm-hmm. his guilt plate. 
Yeah, so he kind of wants to get some more information, but she's done and slips away. Yeah, because um, uh, Justine comes around and scare that completely scares Rachel off. But it's not actually Justine; it's Kravos. So he's just like he's like you need to get a life in the worst way. So he finally figures out that that creepy phone call way from the beginning of the book that that was was Kravos at that point. It's his last physical call. Yeah. Soon. It was really funny, actually, because I was just listening to, um, I think I've mentioned it once or twice before, but a podcast I listen to sometimes called Bedtime Stories, where they cover a lot of, like, supernatural stuff. And that was literally the one I listened to yesterday, where it was, like, voices from, or calls from beyond. And it was talking about, like, how many people have had phone calls with people that presumably died, like, a few hours before the call was made or whatever. Mm. So it's like, it was Kravos' last call, but was it his last physical call? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he already killed himself first. I was gonna say most adults have a lot less nightmares because, like, the things you become afraid of is like taxes yeah, and like right. getting a speeding ticket, you know, right? But like, I can see now why mom is constantly bringing up the fact that she has nightmares because she's literally putting herself to bed with fucking horror stories every <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, it's called no bedtime shit, stories. Lady. I don't actually listen to it before I go to bed as a bedtime story oh, because okay. I would freak myself out and give myself nightmares. Probably no, I listen to I'm it like in like, the daytime. Damn, dude, <laughs> it's just and it is. It's it's creepy, but they always also put sort of a regular like they give you the uh plausible explanations as well uh-huh. like it's not like hardcore this take away the scare factor right a little yeah. bit yeah they always kind of kind of temper it a little bit with like it could have been this i mean it really doesn't make sense but but yeah no i don't if i listen to him at dark quite a bit i probably would have like nightmares every night just because my I'm, imagination is like that i work nights at a gas station and i don't have any co-workers it's always just me by myself and i always just like put it in your butt and listen to like Crime Stoppers. <laughs> Listen to them, like, explain, like, how someone murdered their husband or something oh, in the God. middle of the night. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I can't do, I can't do, like, a lot of true crime, but that's just too dark and stuff like that. So even while some of this is like that, it's like, it's creepy, but it's... You went from gas station to gas station, murdering clerks, and I'm like, yeah, next episode. <laughs> yeah, right. But <laughs> <laughs> not when I'm going to sleep. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. It's when you're actually alone in the middle of the night with weird people walking in all the time. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, Kravos is possessing Justine now. They're having another nice little chat. And, uh... Oh, the, the one good thing is that, yeah, like, the vampires tried to feed on Harry, and he made them all sick with his poison blood, so at least for the most part, they left him alone in that one specific way. Yeah. Yes, at least that's true. <laughs> that's, like, at least one thing. Really saved his life right there, because uh, Bianca was really wanting to, like, have everybody just feed off him until he died. Mm-hmm. But nope. <laughs> he was poisoning her vampires, yeah. so unfortunately, she just threw him in this cell with... Yeah, she's like, well, we can't fucking eat him, so now what? I guess we'll just have to... Save him Let him die. For some more torture or something. Well, and Kravos lets on that he's banking that Dresden will fall asleep before he dies and plans to torture him as long as he can possibly can. Uh, and r- right after he threatens Dresden, he basically releases Justine uh-huh. and lets her go. It's kind of a toss-up now. It's like whether which one of them, like, Bianca kind of wants to finish him off, but Kravos wants to have a go at him. So he's like, you know, whichever one of us will just keep kind of torturing you and beating up until you die on one of us kind of a thing. But hopefully, you know, we'll both still get some fun out of this first. And Justin's like, awesome, okay, that's cool, thanks. But he does kind of, he does invite him in. He's like, um... Bring it on. He's he's like, you want to look at me? He's like, tapped by head. He's like, come on in. There's a few things in here I'd like to show you. Right? So it's like, now that you haven't caught me, like, off guard when I'm not expecting it sleeping, he's like, now that I, he's like, you want to play around in my head? He's like, come on fucking in, I'll play around with you. 
But yeah, Kravos is just like, oh no, I can wait a bit. It's fine. It's good. And then like taunts him about Justine a little bit too. That like, you know, part of like why the whites and stuff love her is because she's so emotional and kind of wackadoodle that it just, yeah, makes her extra exciting and tempting. And and Dresden's just like, fuck off. (laughs) Like, quit being that much more like gross and depraved and everything, right? Like, so Dresden is consoling Justine. And trying to think of a plan. And then they notice movement from one of the laundry piles. And he investigates and finds Susan. Susan is complaining of being super thirsty and the light hurts. (laughs) Justine's like, no, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, is like, you've got a fever, you know. He's like, can you roll over? (laughs) Well, and Justine is very like, you're not going to like it. Like, don't go over there. Like, don't face it. Don't. Like, she's like, you know, she went from... I mean, she's been crazy, she's been quiet, but right now she's, like, really, like, hairy, like, <laughs> leave this one alone. Well, Not again, right, now does he know? know? He's like, is she just being crazy? Or, yeah, this is another yeah, right. moment. You won't like I'm it. Hairy, yeah. But they changed her. The red cord changed her. Bianca changed her. Uh, Mr. Dresden, who still doesn't remember him. Right. Mr. Dresden, I'm so thirsty. So thirsty. Dresden catches a glimpse of Susan's eyes, which are completely black. Justin reveals that Bianca changed Susan into a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Or close to? Somewhat? They changed her either way. Yeah. They changed yeah. her to the a varying degree. The specifics will come up. Chapter 35. Susan gets her first taste of blood and begins to advance on Harry. He distracts her with a bloody towel and begins working a memory spell. Harry tells Susan that he loves her, which allows the spell to work, breaking Leah's enchantment in the process. Dresden comes up with a new plan for escape. So Harry, you know, does a little bit of the flail and black backing away from Susan is all like, what do we do? What do we do? And Justine gets to be the talking head now and gives us the information we need. And as, you know, you alluded to in the last chapter that she's not fully changed, not until she feeds. So as long as you can keep a red court vampire from feeding. From fully feeding and killing someone. Yes. They don't fully. They have to kill, yeah. They have to kill, yeah. They have to kill and then feed on it. So as long as Susan doesn't do that, she will not be a full vampire. Yeah. But in the interim, she's got some super strength, but not max capacity. Right. So she's not... Yeah, we're not really sure what exactly fully? she can, yeah. what she is yet. She's not human, she's not but she's human, not vampire. She's not vampire, yeah. so yeah, she's, yeah. I don't know. She's hybrid. And Thrall? she's not definitely thrall. struggling with, mm-hmm. with this desire for blood. Yeah, thirsty, thirsty, Well, yeah, thirsty. so this is, like, the whole thing, right, is that Bianca's like, well, I can sort of stick the knife into both of them, right? So she changes Susan enough that she's, like you say, on her way to becoming, but she gives her, like, Dresden as her, right? So it'll... I mean, Susan won't care when she turns because that's the whole, but basically, yeah, she gets to kill her lover and become that monster and Dresden gets to be killed by his lover that he couldn't save and watch her fully turn and become a monster with his It could have been very Romeo and Juliet here. Well, I think it's kind of been. Kind of, sort of what we're going, but not, yeah. Because if she feeds off him, she dies too. Yeah. Stupid poison blood. Exactly. Dresden continues to ask Justine, what can they do for her? Justine basically just suggests, well, she can kill her while she's weak. (laughs) Which Dresden Dresden. is not willing to do. 
And Justine figures either way, the poison in Justine's blood might kill her if she feeds off of them anyway. So yeah. she's yeah, she's like, I don't know. We got, I think we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're already dead, Dresden. So like, either way. So yeah, he goes into desperation mode here. Yeah, and he's thinking about the soul gaze. Yeah. Because he's like, listen, nothing ever stops. He said it before. He's like, if you see something with your third eye or you have a soul gaze sticks with you forever like you always you can't forget that it's gonna be there always always so he's like so that means leah couldn't have taken it she could have hidden it and covered it up or you know disguised it but it's still gotta be there like yeah. nothing leah can do about that one that one is yeah. soul okay so he's basically like all right build off of that fix this problem starting there <laughs> grasping at straws and not even, like, you know, like, you're running around your apartment looking for candles and stuff. Like, he's fully naked, has nothing. Like, not even your duster on you. Like, he's got nothing on him. And he's not good at precision magic. So, good luck, buddy. You're at you're, you're, you're tip-top shape right now. Go Bunch for it. dirty vampire laundry. <laughs> like, yeah, like... Well, he's, he's quite innovative with what he decides to do. Like, he t- takes a hair from her head and then, like, spits in his hand and weaves it around his... Weaves the... the like, kind of yeah. creates a bond. Cat in the cradle and there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts trying to push his, his own memories through that bond that they already have. Yeah. Makes that connection between them through, like, the hair and the spit and the whatever, right? To, and, uh, yeah, basically just pushes raw magic against it to try and beat down the walls. Right. And he's really struggling with this spell and she's starting to like lick and bite him yeah well, i was gonna say she's not really like working him. with him here yeah <laughs> she's, she's distracted like, she's got her mind somewhere else and he's like not helping both i'm sure from the you know seductive factor of his girlfriend crawling all over him but also oh for, but for also the potential danger factor right so like, it'd be distracting enough if he just, you know, was was uh, trying to avoid, like, a makeout section. But it's, like, considering that could be a very deadly makeout section. <laughs> it's like, mm. Yeah. Well, and, the, and the one moment that finally happens, Dresden tells her, I love you. Finally. Yeah. Which, like, and, like, much like a Disney film right. <laughs> allows the spell to finally work and it breaks Leah's spell as well and, and this Susan whole book, finally remembers Harry and this whole book started with like Michael being like tell her you love her when are you gonna marry her like just tell her you love her like, like it was very solves important. everything Harry yeah. and yeah well it doesn't solve everything but yes <laughs> but still he was you know Michael was yeah. very insistent on how Harry had to do this and yeah, here we power are of love it's really close to that true love's kiss like <laughs> just say the words mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah. Exactly. So yeah, why it worked right then, why the webbing of my godmother's spell frayed as though the words had been an open flame, I don't know. I haven't found any explanation for it. There aren't any magical words, really. The words just hold the magic. They gave it a shape and a form. They made it useful. Describe the images within. So yeah, some words do have power, and those three words are good ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, so boom, so that helps. So she's still <laughs> got a problem. But at least she remembers more about him and has more of, again, that connection, that bond, which makes her less inclined to immediately just say, fuck it, and let me rip your throat out. Right, mm-hmm. and her, her eyes finally become human again, and she's able to stop herself from feeding off of Dresden. As tenuous it is, is she comes yeah, back she, to herself a bit. Yeah. Takes a, yeah, she's able to take a step back from the edge. But that's the thing, is that she is still 
yeah, hungry the, the and <laughs> addiction doesn't go away despite that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, she alludes to it in the moment when she, you know, recognizes Harry. She's like, you know, essentially alludes to the same, you know, what happened to Justine and what happened to Harry. Mm-mm. To a lesser degree, she was still dressed and all, but she's like, they, like, they got me too. Like, I tried to fight yeah. them. I tried, and mm-hmm. you know, she breaks down crying as well. And you can just, you know, the three. Yeah, of them. hard to say again if it's anything yeah. more like that or whether it was simply the fact that she got eaten by the monsters in half turn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a uh, lot of devastation on all three of their accounts. Like. Yeah. Ugh. Just like emotionally and physically fucked up. Yeah. Susan asks Dresden how they're going to escape the mansion, and he is completely exhausted from that last spell. And so she asks him, well, can you just sleep that off? And he's like, no, because that's when Kravos is going to attack. Yeah, he's like, Kravos would have his chance to torture me. Should throw in, too, that Susan is like, I love you, too. She says it back. She's like, like, you know, mutual, like, you should also get to hear it. We're both going to die tonight. I love you. You love me. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know. And then he's like, that's it. That's what needs to happen. She's like, what? <laughs> he's like, I need to go to sleep and die. <laughs> She's like, wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, he's trying to, can Susan, you know, hang on for a bit more, like, keep it together. And uh, try to ignore crazy Justine in the meantime. And <laughs> yeah, right. not have her get possessed. Please don't eat do Justine. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you just go sit quietly in a corner for a moment, okay? Thanks for all your help before and explaining what happened, but... <laughs> I'm roughly here to now. save both of you, so if you can not eat each other, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't come crazy on I each know other. You're not really yeah. emotionally invested in Justine, so just, just, just for yeah. my sake, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I made a promise. <laughs> I know she's not in love with you, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just pretend for a couple hours. So yeah, so Susan says, "All right," and he's like, "Okay." And yeah, this is basically what she says. She's, she's like, I need to be asleep long enough to start dreaming. She's like, but Kravos, Susan said, Kravos will get inside of you. He'll kill you. Yeah, I said. I took a slow breath. I'm pretty much counting on it. Mm-hmm. What? This, this episode is rough. Right. A whole yeah. lot of bad. A whole lot of bad. This concludes our episode 8.19, Mushrooms for Liberty. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. <laughs>